0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today.
1: The Cowboys season just got a lot bleaker. Is Aaron Rodgers really not a top 10 quarterback in fantasy? We've got the tips you need to win your fantasy football draft. And why are we so sure? Ronnie James is NBA material. I'm Peter Rakowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports.
0: Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Jerry Jones has made it pretty clear he wants another Super Bowl. And an injury to Tyron Smith would be pretty devastating to the Cowboys in that effort. Unfortunately, that is exactly what happened earlier this week in practice. They're calling it an avulsion fracture, which already sounds bad. In which the hamstring actually tears away from the bone. That hurts me just thinking about it. Landon McCool from Locked On Cowboys, um, gird your loins as we talk about this. I understand yeah. this is this is just like just talking about it is difficult, but this is a huge blow, obviously, to the Cowboys' offensive line. How do they try and
2: mitigate a loss like this? I mean, it's it, it's just the worst timing at a position that they are just completely ill prepared to take a loss like this. Um, you know, they I think that they have kind of longer term plans for solving the left left tackle problem that they had in motion. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of Cowboys fans that are kind of coming out and said they've done nothing to prepare themselves for this. I think they have. they've drafted three tackles in the last two two years. I just don't think that they were planning on it uh, arriving on their doorstep so quickly. Uh, you know, I think if the immediate plan right now is to kick uh, the first round pick Tyler Smith out to left tackle, uh, have Connor McGovern who they like a lot and has had a good camp, especially lately to, to play left guard and see how quickly he can sink or swim. And, and, you know, if that doesn't work, there's a variety of other options out there. Uh, you know, I'm sure that everyone knows the name of Jason Peters, Eric Fisher, uh, you know, the, these guys, and then, then obviously some trade options. So, I, I think for now, the Cowboys are going to try to solve this internally, maybe bring in another guy to being a swing tackle, because obviously suddenly that becomes even more pressing, pressure needed. So uh, I think those are the, that's where they start. The the question is, <laughs> is that where they finish? Are they going to get, you know, two weeks into this experiment and go, my God, this is terrible. Uh, immediately get a 40 year old Jason Peters on the phone to see if he can still give you some reps at left tackle.
1: It also puts into perspective some of the actions that were taken this offseason from the Cowboys, right? Lyle Collins, now in Cincinnati. Um, Connor Williams, who was a former high pick, out the door as well. And Tyron Smith is someone who, over the last four or five years, has had some issues staying healthy. So how now do you view those actions in terms of the, the, the prudence that the Cowboys showed trying to deal with and plan for their offensive line?
2: You know, I, I certainly think that obviously the Lale Collins situation looks bad now because, you you know, at that point you could obviously just slide Terrence Steele in at left tackle, though he's really, really struggled at left tackle when he played over on that side was clearly much better at right tackle. I don't know how much of a swing tackle option. Again, I think that they like the guys they got. Well, let's go and, and ball, and I think Tyler Smith as well, but I think the thought process was, all right, Tyron Smith's probably going to miss a couple of games this, this year, Probably after the season starts, right after after you get some some time to kind of season these guys a little bit, and that opportunity never came, it, it, and and I think it came again right at a spot right before they wanted to kind of potentially sign a veteran free agent because now you know if you have to bring a guy in for you know in the preseason you have to guarantee his contract for the entire year, and when you're talking about somebody who's like a 32 plus year old t- offensive tackle, whoever it is. Uh, that's a, a risky, a risky you know choice, but simply because of injury and and all the other reasons. So, I think this is the timing of this could not be worse. I think they were definitely trying to kind of thread the needle there and and hope that they had a solution that involved uh, Tyler Smith, who <laughs> is probably going to be the solution now. But you know, several months and and or weeks before they were comfortable uh, actually putting him there in the first place. Stay up to date on the Dallas
1: Cowboys by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and the Locked On Cowboys podcast on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, if you want to win your fantasy football league, you'll want to check out the next segment. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all of your gambling needs. Let's take a look at the latest Cy Young odds for each league. Bet Online loves Houston Astros ace Justin Verlander to win the AL. He's currently minus 400 to win the Cy Young. Shohei Otani lurking at 40 to 1. It would be fun to have money on Shohei. In the NL, it's Sandy Alcantara at minus 260. He is the heavy favorite in the NL. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: Please be aware, this first story contains some sensitive information that may not be suitable for all and may be triggering to some. Buffalo Bills punter, Matt Ariza, has been accused, along with two others, of gang-raping a 17-year-old girl last year in a civil lawsuit filed on Thursday. The lawsuit involves allegations against three current and former San Diego State Aztec football players, including Ariza, Who starred for the team last season the lawsuit accuses Ariza of having sex with the then high school senior outside an off-campus party held at a residence during the early hours of October 17 2021 the suit states Arisa then brought her inside a room where at least three other men were including his two teammates the minor named only as Jane Doe in the suit went in and out of consciousness but remembers moments as the men took turns assaulting her according Report The Buffalo Bills did not know about this incident when they drafted Riza, but found out about a month ago and have since cut another punter, not Matt Ariza. Maybe having the two Super Bowl teams participate in multiple joint practices during their preseason following their skirmish for the title isn't the best idea. Not a skirmish, but a brawl between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams forced both teams to halt their inter-squad practice Thursday. A melee broke out during a team drill featuring the Bengals' first-team offense and the Rams' first-team defense. Rams defender had Bengals' O-lineman Lyle Collins wrapped up from behind. Arms around his chest with led Collins to throw retaliatory punches. Helmets then came off, and the fight really got going as Aaron Donald was seen dual-wielding Bengals' helmets and swinging multiple times. If any punishment is to be passed down, it will come from the teams, as the NFL has said it will not police joint practices. Frustrated with his lack of opportunities, New York Jets wide receiver Denzel Mims, a 2020 second-round pick, informed the team Thursday that he wants to be traded. His agent said in a statement, it's just time. Denzel has tried in good faith, but it is clear he does not have a future with the Jets. After experiencing some promising success as a rookie under a different coaching regime, Mims has rode the bench under new coach Robert Sala. The current coaching staff has wanted him to improve his grasp of the playbook. He's largely been given second and third team reps throughout camp after catching just eight passes last year. Following up on our conversation with Ryland Stiles from Locked On Thunder yesterday, the Oklahoma City Thunder announced rookie sensation Chet Holmgren will miss the entirety of the 2022-2023 season due to a Lisfranc injury in his right foot. Thunder General Manager Sam Presti told reporters later Thursday during an availability session that Holmgren will have foot surgery after the Thunder consulted with three of the nation's top foot specialists. Cresti confirmed that Holmgren suffered a ruptured tendon in his foot, not a fracture, noting that the Thunder were optimistic about his long-term recovery, but they would be extremely conservative.
0: Here is another story you need to know.
1: He's a four-time MVP. He's the two-time reigning MVP. But according to the Lockdown Podcast Network fantasy football rankings, he is not going to be a top 10 quarterback in fantasy football this season. Of course, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. So to explain himself, Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is here. And and Vinny, again, I I think this is going to be hard for a lot of people to to understand. So why is Aaron Rodgers outside the top 10 in these rankings?
0: Well, you have to look at the touchdowns that are lost without Devontae Adams. And in the end, when you're looking at uh, comparing all the good quarterback values there, really starting with Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, going to Matthew Stafford and Trey Lance on his upside with the running. You got to factor in the touchdowns, where are they are going to come from? And you lose Devonte Adams, one of the best scorers at that position, it's going to take away, but that doesn't say he's not going to be the superb reality quarterback. He is there could be this more of what we saw in 2019, where it's Aaron Jones and now AJ Dillon in the mix, rushing for some more touchdowns there and really helping him a lot. And let's not forget about the Packers' defense. I think they can turn a corner here with uh, Rashawn Gary, and Jair Alexander, Gary's emergence, Alexander's health. So maybe not having to put up all those points and get into as many high-scoring affairs here in the NFC. So you got to factor all those things as well. And reality versus fantasy, you separate a little bit. I think the Packers and their fans would be happy if they won 13 games with more running game and
1: defense this year. Hey, absolutely no question about that part of it. I did a little research, though, Vinny. In the worst statistical season of Aaron Rodgers' career, 2015, when Jordy Nelson tore his ACL, and it was Devontae Adams when he was a baby, it was Randall Cobb when he was hurt most of the year, and it was James Jones back from the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers was quarterback seven. The year Mike McCarthy got fired in 2018, Rodgers was QB six, and when he played 16 games last year, Aaron Rodgers was QB six. So, okay, let's say you're right. Rodgers is not a top 10 quarterback. Who on this Packers offense do you want to own? You mentioned you thought the the running backs could take a more central role here. Does that mean that you're high on guys like Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon?
0: Yeah, I do like Aaron Jones quite a bit. I mean, you talk to Aaron Rodgers and you hear him kind of bashing his receivers a bit. But what did he say? He said Jones and Dillon could see increased roles because he's too you guys that you really trust there around him. And really they're the most reliable guys other than Alan Lazard that he was going to put the ball in the hands of. So I, I do look at, at Aaron Rodgers, and we have to kind of redefine what a QB one is. If there's a lot of guys scoring and it's compact and compressed, it, it could be just a little bit of a difference. So how I look at it, Aaron Rodgers is now a value in fantasy football. I mean, some people are going for the buzz of Trey Lance, but another guy that's dropping with him for no good reason is Matthew Stafford. So. I actually look at the schedule there between Stafford and Rodgers. I think that's a sneaky way to go because their schedules mesh really well. The Rams and Packers, when the matchups are right, you can play the right quarterback there. And it doesn't matter. You're just looking for the output of a singular quarterback. It doesn't matter if you're doing it with two guys. So if you can wait and get both of those guys and do kind of a season-long streaming, that's going to put you ahead as well. So I think take advantage of the fact that people are buzzing over Lance People are starting to like Derek Carr a little bit more behind Aaron Rodgers. And I think there's some traps there because Tom Brady's offensive line is a question mark now. Dak Prescott's line is a question mark. I think you feel a little bit more comfortable because you see the sources of touchdowns with those guys, and that could be the only difference. But to me, I'm looking for value, and that makes Rodgers a value on the board because I don't think there's going to be a big drop-off there from, let's say, the seventh quarterback to the 13th quarterback.
1: Win your fantasy football league by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast on Odyssey, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, are we sure Bronny James is NBA material? <laughs> Having just signed a fresh extension, LeBron James is poised to follow his son, Bronny, whenever he gets drafted in a few years. But should he get drafted? Locked on Tar Heels, Isaac Shade spoke with Locked On Recruiting Insider Jason Jordan about Bronny's future prospects.
0: Is
3: he good enough at this point to make the NBA? No. Okay. Did I, did I hesitate? No, no. You were, I don't wanna hesitate. <laughs> no, you didn't. You were- I mean, it sounds like shade, right? It's, not, it's not. I'm asking you a direct 100%. question and yeah. I want, I want him to be, I want him to be the best player he can be. Right? i am rooting for him to, to succeed, be clear. But I've seen him a lot, you know, and I, you know, it, no, I, I, I can't. See, now, could he go and make the NBA and be like, Jason, you were wrong. Yeah, you were wrong absolutely. About absolutely. But based off what he shows me on the court, I don't look at him and say, now, now I'm going to do this. Now take away that he's LeBron's son. There we go. So and now he's just John Jackson, <laughs> right? The number... <now, laughs> Number six, John Jackson. You know what I would say about him? And I, I've had this conversation with multiple coaches. NBA, the NBA guys were there too. So I've had this conversation with okay. multiple NBA scouts. Now, and they would pose it to me. Take away that he's Le- LeBron's kid. What would you say about him? i say, you know what I would say? It, um, I would say, oh, number six? Yeah, he, he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. Um, he'd be a good piece. He'd be a good piece on the team, right? Which is a great compliment. Yes. Um, do I think they'll let him be that? Mm. No, I don't. And I think that might be a mistake. Mm. I think if you're going to let him be who he's destined to be, let him go be a four year guy and see what happens. You know, maybe he, maybe he leaves early. I don't even, I don't see him as a one and done kid. No, I don't think anybody, I don't think any NBA scout, I'm not talking about these highlights they put all over Twitter. I saw a, uh, that story uh there where he's projected to be uh stop it another late first round pick based on I guess I don't know and I want him to be be clear I want him to be I want him to be all he can be yes. almost yes. like the army yes but <laughs> <laughs> but based on what I've seen him multiple times I don't I don't see that right now and I don't know I, I guarantee you I've talked to 15 plus NBA teams that were there at Peach Jam and none of them – they all say the same thing. Like, you know, I, I don't see that. I, it's not like a – like I look at – I'll take your guy, Simeon, right? Ask me the same question about Simeon. Hey, do you think he's going to be in the NBA? Yes. Hmm. I don't like – I'm not going to hesitate. Yes, he's going to be in the NBA. He'll play in the NBA. Yeah. For sure. And like you said, that's and, not uh, shade. You're yeah.
1: just answering a direct question about a young man's yeah, no. talent as a basketball right. player. And that's what we yeah, have 100%. to do. We can't just uh, – yeah you know, say things because we think it'll be what people want to hear. We have to be honest about our um, observations of a young man's basketball capability. The thing is, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if Brian James is an NBA player or not. He's going to be an NBA player if he wants to be because LeBron James is LeBron James. That's just how this works. We don't see. This kind of nepotism a lot in the NBA on the player side, in the front offices, in the coaching ranks, this happens all the time. We see it in all sports. There are players, there are or not players, there are coaches, there are front office people who have been living for years off the names of their parents. In a way, it's time for players to do the same. If LeBron James wants to go to, let's say, a Vegas expansion team that he may or may not have a partial ownership stake in, then he's going to do that. And if he wants to bring his son with him, he's going to do that too. And if he wants the Lakers to sign Bronny James so that he signs a new four year deal or whatever it is, the Lakers are going to sign Bronny James. That's just how this works. And you know what? It should. It should. LeBron has earned that and any team that wants LeBron James, he's still an elite player, is going to do what it takes to keep him. I hope it happens. I hope we get to see father and son play together in the NBA. It would be awesome. And finally, Nick Saban is the undisputed best coach in college football, maybe football period. Alabama just inked their head coach to a new contract extension that's worth over $96 million and runs through 2030. When asked about his longevity, Saban said, first of all, I feel like a young man, all right? So let's clear that up, Saban said, laughing. The 71 is a number, just a number, and I still feel like they don't make them like they used to, but you have to be flexible. Pretty sure the day he steps down from coaching Alabama football, the state of Alabama will hand him the governorship so as to keep him in state a little longer. They never want him to leave, and rightfully so. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Monday, we'll get you set for regular season NFL football. We made it. Mama, we made it. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.